You're tuned in to the Event Gems Podcast. Hey, Trailblazers, welcome to another episode of Event Gems, where we uncover the hidden treasures of hosting impactful and profitable events for your business. In this episode, we're going to talk about the power of community and why you need to build one that is bomb AF. So in a previous episode, I talked about how we're going to be seeing a rising trend around community building, especially as it relates to events. And I've seen a lot of online business owners, influencers, speakers, who this year is the year that they're hosting their very first conference or in-person event. And this, you know, can be seen as a result of COVID, like we had been in quarantine for two years, two and a half years, however long it was. And so now people are really thinking about how they can connect with their community outside of the digital and online space so that they can have a higher touch with their community, right? And so... I really wanted to kind of have this conversation, especially coming off of the heels of a commencement event for the first group coaching program that I've ever been a part of. And really after going through this program, I really got a chance to have a deeper understanding, not only of my brand, but of the power of community in building a brand. So I will sort of be using this program somewhat as a case study to kind of illustrate, you know, my points for how I think that successful communities can be built and what are some of the criteria that I think are important that we should all be thinking about, right? So as I go about this episode, you can start thinking for yourself, like, what is your view of community? What makes you feel seen? What makes you feel safe? And how would you want to build that community for your people, right? But let's start off first with why I even decided to join this coaching program. So each year I come up with a word of the year that is really like a guiding principle for how I'm going to live my life and my business for that year. And, you know, of course, a lot of times I, I think that I come up with these the word of the year and I feel like I relate it more to business and less to life. But I do think that with whatever the word is and how I utilize that principle throughout the year, it definitely impacts my life. So although sometimes I don't necessarily feel like I'm using the word as intentionally as a guiding principle for my life, I certainly feel that the impact that it has on my business translates to how I live my life or the transformation within my life. So last year, my word was aligned. And so what that meant for me was I really started to just assess the projects that I was working on. I was assessing like the referrals that were coming my way, just really evaluating whether or not that was aligned with the long-term goals that I had for my, for my business. So when I started my business, you know, I really wanted to do events that touch, move, and inspire people. And quite frankly, when I started out, I didn't think that I wanted to go into events, but I feel like that's a whole nother podcast episode for a whole other time. But, you know, as I evolved throughout my business or entrepreneurial journey, I knew that that's what I wanted to do, right? I wanted to do events that 
touch, move, and inspire people. And so after assessing, going through this period and assessing and thinking about what alignment really means to me and to my business at that current point in time, I realized that my capacity was just stretched in too many different directions that were not necessarily in alignment with that, right? I was supporting clients with doing social media management, with their emails, with building landing pages, with all sorts of other things in addition to events. And so as you can, you know, see like my direction and focus and capacity was just kind of stretched in different ways. And so I had to just really take a step back and say, I'm going to go full on events and focus on that and how I can support my clients in that way, but still utilizing all the experience from everything else that I've done, whether that might have been through my nine to five or through my, the services that I offered, you know, just thinking about how holistically I can approach building my business, but with the main focus being events. So once I did that, you know, now I kind of, you know, had more space because I had, once the contract ended for some of the projects I was working on, I didn't renew it, or I took out certain offerings or, you know, certain services that I was offering, I no longer offered them. And, you know, I communicated that with clients or potential clients. And so once I was in, once I did that, I now had more space and I had more capacity to work on my business, which a lot of times we don't get a chance to do because we're working in it, right? We're doing all the things. And so sometimes we don't get a chance to just step back and evaluate where we are and think about how we can intentionally intentionally grow the business. And so that space and time like really allowed me um, the capacity to push out a project that I had been thinking about for a while, but just just kept putting on the back burner, which is to bring back Spirit of a Woman, which is, um, and this time do it as a virtual event. And Spirit of a Woman is a summit for conscious women in business. And if you want to learn more about that, you can follow the Instagram page at Spirit of a Woman underscore. So this year, my word of the year is commitment or being commitment, right? And so I had to ask myself, what would a higher level of commitment look like for me? And that shifted my thinking about how I approach this podcast, you know, creating content for social media, because there was times where I would go like a whole like six month stretch without posting anything on social media. Or if I was posting, I wasn't really posting intentionally. And even it made me think about, well, how was I approaching, you know, just up leveling my skill set. And so I really, I heard this voice, you know, a voice from my spirit, a voice from God just saying, I need to get my foundation of my business in order. And I need to do this in order for me to be prepared for what's to come, right? So I'm scrolling through social media and this person that I follow, she's talking about how she provides her clients with a pivot plan. And it was exactly what I felt like I needed in terms of the foundational support that I felt like I might need, right? Which is like setting up my back end, thinking about like the financial of my business, dive deeper into the brand. And so when I hopped on, a group discovery session and I learned more about the program and I made the decision to join. Now the decision to join after the group discovery, the group discovery call for me was 
pretty, it was a pretty like seamless next step. And that was because on that call, I got a chance to understand like what was being offered within the program. And I knew that that was what I was looking for. And I also got a chance to get a better sense of the, who the coach was as a person and how she operates. And, you know, just think about, well, whether or not that was in alignment and, you know, alignment with my values and how I would want to build my business. So, like I said, this was my very first group coaching program that I paid for because I had supported my clients with, within their group coaching programs. But this was the first one that I was joining, like coming in from the outside. This was also the most money I had ever invested in coaching or any program. So it was definitely a stretch for me. But I knew that if I was committed to doing the work, then I was going to get the result that I was looking for. I knew that I was going to, you know, there was going to be a payoff for me making this stretch of an investment, right? So like I said, I've, I had been following the coach probably for a few years now and just always felt like the content that she shared was pretty good. But beyond that, for me, it was really about the things that she valued, right? And, and some of these things that she valued was very clear from the content, right? To me, I saw that she valued integrity. I saw that she valued excellence. And so those were things that were aligned with my values in someone who I would want to work with or take leadership from. Because I feel like if there is no value alignment, especially with someone that you're working with, it's very difficult for you to you know, take what they're saying and, and sort of implement those things if you feel like there isn't congruency or alignment, right? So with that, I also felt like whatever it is that she produced would most likely be in alignment with those core values that I felt like she displayed, right? So one of the things that we did in the Pivot Hall program was dive deeper into our brands. What are, what are our core values? What are our mission? What is our vision for our businesses? And I have to say, I felt like I had been taking these things for granted, like the importance of it all. I had really been taking it for granted because now doing that deeper dive into what all those things mean for me and just really getting reconnected with my business in a whole new way, I have you know so much more clarity around who my business is meant to serve and how I can serve, right? Beyond like the skill sets and the things and the, the features, right? Of everything that I have to offer, it really allowed me to tap in to the mission, the mission of why I even started the business in the first place, which I think is super, super important, right? For us to just kind of get back to the why, why of, of why we decided to do this thing in the first place, right? So the first step in creating a bomb AF community really requires you digging deeper into those core values, the mission and the vision. So when you think about brands like Apple, we've ever seen the infamous, the iconic 1984 Super Bowl commercial by Apple. That, that commercial lets you know who an Apple user is and, and lets you know how Apple thinks different, right? Which is their slogan, right? They have a clear vision of creating products that enhance people's lives and provide a seamless integration between hardware and software. Their vision is really what drives their community to purchase, to use, and evangelize Apple products. Listen, right now my phone is out of memory and I can't even take any pictures, but I am still an Apple fan, right? People refer to it as the quote-unquote cult of Apple. If you're an Apple 
user and you really love and you value seamless integration across different devices, then you will be an Apple product user for life, right? So with the program that I was telling you about, Pivot to, Pivot to Launch or the company Pivot to Launch, their mission is to help clients build disruptive brands and evolve or pivot into businesses that feels good to them, right? Even right now, I am recording at my friend's co-working space. And when I think about her, her name is Michelle Talbert, and her company is called Her Power Moves, and I'm in the Her Power co-working space. And, you know, Michelle is, is one of my business besties, and she has a slogan that says, we all win, right? Her mission is to facilitate communities and to help them build collaborative relationships that become a win-win situation, right? My mission at the Diamond Butterfly is to create soul-stirring and transformative events that ignite and accelerate human potential. So for me, how do we create new human beings, right? How do we create new ways of being through the power of events? So think about what is your mission? What is your vision? And how can you really let people know about it so that it could resonate with them? So the next thing is really understanding why your community is your ultimate superpower. When we share our mission, our vision, our, and our core value, and when that kind of seeps seeps into not only our content, but in the way in which we provide our services, when we share from this space, it really differentiates who we are. It gives us a unique perspective that will allow us to resonate with our people, right? Resonate with the people that we're meant to serve. And so this is because being a part of community creates a sense of belonging, of purpose, and of support. So when you find someone you resonate with, you want to tap in and you want to hear more from them. Or if you've ever met someone and you're like, you know what, you got good vibes, like we have similar vibes. Or on the flip side of that, you might have met someone and you're like, yeah, I'm not really feeling their energy. And so you're not led to further try to build that relationship with them. But when you, when you meet somebody that matches your vibe and it's your people, you're like, all right, you know what, let me get your number. What's your email? What's your social media, right? You want to tap in. You want to continue the relationship. You want to continue to stay connected with them because y'all vibe in, right? Even when you think about or you look at TEDx, where they have created a global community of speakers, innovators, and change makers who are all sharing their ideas and visions of the world, TEDx's mission is ideas worth sharing, right? So if that resonates with you, you might want to be a TEDx speaker, or you might want to attend TEDx events, or you might want to view their content online, because that, you know, messaging or that mission of people talking about ideas that are worth sharing that can really transform people or transform the world resonates with you, right? So you want to, again, tap in. The same thing with Tesla, you know, Tesla really has, or a car company, Tesla really has a dedicated following and, you know, their interest, their shared interest across the electric car, sustainable energy and technological innovation is what really connects the Tesla community. You know, I have seen them have like Tesla parties or, you know, they pop have like pop-up events in parking lots or charging stations. And I'm even a part of, and I don't own a Tesla, but it's certainly aspirational. I'm even a part of a 
Tess, a Black woman who owned Tesla Group on Facebook, right? So even though I don't necessarily own a Tesla, and for me, it's something that is aspirational. And so Tesla really invites their community in a little bit more where they have what is referred to as the Tesla's Owners Club, which gives their owners a sense of exclusivity, right? Um, and when I went onto the website, I'm going to read what it says on the website to you because I want you guys to really hear and get a sense of how they are crafting the message for their community. They said the Tesla Owner Club is a community of owners and enthusiasts committed to advancing Tesla's mission to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. Tesla Club members help advocate for Tesla by supported le supporting legislative efforts offering test drives, volunteering at shows, educating new and prospective owners, hosting social events, and passionately referring, passionately, passionately referring friends and family to explore Tesla ownership for themselves. So beyond just letting the mission, the vision, or the core value resonate with their audience, what they're doing is also clarifying for members of the owner club who who is a Tesla Owners Club member, right? Which consciously and subconsciously really guides the behavior of the members of the club, right? So why does this matter, especially when it comes to events? So by building this strong community and communicating your, your brand values beforehand, you're attracting the types of attendees that resonate with your mission, your vision, and your core values. So you're able to attract like-minded people, which will create a more meaningful experience for everyone involved. Because if your people come into your event and they're like-minded, and like I talked about earlier, they're vibing, imagine what a different type of experience it is, as opposed to it being like a mishmash of people and some people vibe, some people don't vibe. But if you come into a space and you feel like everybody's your friend, everybody's your family member because you guys are very like-minded in that way, I think it will make for a more meaningful and better experience and, and allows people to connect easier as well. A lot of times when people are promoting events, you know, they'll put connect with like-minded people. And I always think to myself, who are these like-minded people? Like-minded like who, right? Generally, you know, for me, I always look at, well, who's the leader? Who's the person who's hosting the event? Because if I have a sense of this person, then I can deduce who are these people who are the like-minded people, right? And so based on the, the person who's hosting the event, I know what type of event is going to be. And I know what types of people are probably going to be showing up to that event. And so from there, I could, you know, discern whether or not this is an event that I would want to attend. So just being clear on these things, the mission, the value, and your vision will really guide the experience that you want your attendees to have. And additionally, if you, you know, verbalize the standards that you have for your community, then people will really rise to that level that you, that you have set for your, your people, right? So I think it's also good to just kind of communicate in the same way that Tesla did, like, hey, our people passionately share <laughs> the, how much they love Tesla with their friends and family. So I think that's also 
also something that we can think about in terms of how can we verbalize the things that we would love for our community members to be or do or the standards that we have for our community members. So, you know, you might say something like our community members are always about collaboration over competition. Our, our community members always want to ensure that the, the members of the community win, their sisters win, their brothers win, right? So th- those are some ways that you could think about how you could communicate those things beforehand so that people rise to the level that you'd like to set for your community. So with the program that I was was in, you know, for example, like there wasn't a focus on how to get rich in X amount of days, right? It was more about, well, how can you build, build a foundation for your business that really sets you up to build a profitable and sustaining business, which meant that if you were looking for a get rich quick scheme, this program probably wasn't the one for you and it probably wasn't going to resonate with you. And consequently, it would most likely repel you, right? So I think that those are some of the things that you definitely want to keep in mind as you're thinking about building your community. So now you have the community in. They must feel valued. Now that you create the space, you create the vibe of the community, but you want your community members to feel valued. Have you ever been a part of a community and you just felt like you were just a dollar sign? A matter of fact, I, I wouldn't even necessarily classify that as a community. I'll especially based on the way in which I'm describing community throughout this podcast. So I think that I'll say, have you ever been a part of a group? (laughs) Have you ever been a part of a group and just felt like you were a number or a dollar sign, right? You didn't feel seen. You didn't feel heard. You didn't feel valued. So you could use this to think about, well, how do you show up for your community? How do you make them feel seen? How do you make them feel valued? Earlier, I was talking about my friend, Michelle, Michelle Talbert, where she regularly shares grant information with members of her community or speaking opportunities or resources that she feels would be helpful, which is, you know, a testament to her we all win slogan, right? For me, I care about you stepping into and stepping into your light and shining your light by hosting your own event. So I create this content with the podcast. Initially, this podcast platform for me was more so about like heightened visibility for my business or for myself. But putting together a podcast is not easy. (laughs) Being consistent is not easy. So I really had to tap into like, what is the deeper mission of this content? What is the deeper mission of this information that I want to share. And so I know that my mission is to the mission of my mission and the mission of the diamond butterfly is to accelerate human potential. So that means that I get to support other leaders and trailblazers in making an impact and making a profit by shining their light. So the closing question that I have for you is what is your vision What is your mission? What are your core values? And once you tap into that, just let the world know. All right? Just let the world know. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it helped you to think more deeply about community. I hope it helped you to think more deeply about your brand and how that could be expressed in the world. As I think about building my own community, my community are people who share 
this podcast with others. They don't keep the information to themselves. So if you enjoy this episode or if you've enjoyed this podcast, then please like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, I hope you caught those gems now. Let's fly. Let's fly.